Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Black Sister Friends with me, Robert. And me, P. No Moses. No Moses today. Slacker. <laughs> and he's missing a good one because we're in person once again. First time in person. In First like in two person. years. Boris Johnson has released the wow. um, restrictions. So. Reunion tour imminent. I don't know about all that, but okay. Yeah. So Peter's come down from Morocco back to down to London. <laughs> it's that exotic, yeah. Kent is that exotic. It might as well be. <laughs> but yeah. So let's get into it. One mm. for one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I haven't thought cool, one, one for one. one. Uh, you go first. I haven't got a question yet. Yeah, I, I didn't have a question. Yet, <laughs> but cool, cool. Um, well, actually, so what uh, detail, what detail do you think most Christians get wrong about the Bible. Hmm. What detail do most Christians get wrong about the Bible? Or, or what's one one detail that you think most people miss about the Bible? Um. I think how intricately the old testament weaves in with the new testament Mm -hmm. and like seeing how things in the old testament affect things in the new testament Mm -hmm. um you know even for me like it took ages before i started to take interest in things like um genealogies Mm. because for me those are just (laughs) possible bibles you can just skip (laughs) random names yeah but then when you like start to get into the who who's who Mm. and what makes it significant why these certain people were added it's like whoa yeah and then and then you can see like god's design um even in joseph being jesus's father Mm. um like joseph had one descendant which meant that if Jesus was Joseph's God, um, biological father, it would have um, dismissed him of being actual king. Right. Yeah, because mm. there, there was one guy and God said, like, none of your children will ever be on the throne again. Mm. But because Joseph wasn't Jesus's blood yeah. father, mm. he skipped that part, which is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Um, That's a good one, yeah. Most people tend to read the two very separately. Yeah. And and you even hear, I think, for some less mature Christians, the idea that it's almost two different gods. Mm. That God in the Old Testament was different from God in the New. Definitely. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good one. Thank you. Um, question for you, Peter. Question for Oops, sorry, no, put my phone aside. Um overall. Do you think denominations are a net positive or a net or net negative? I'm always going to go net negative. <laughs> I'm always going to go net negative. At best, at best, they cater to um, an individual's particular sensibilities. So maybe you like dancing a certain way, and so you go to a denomination that sort of does that. So, or maybe you like worship a certain way, or you like a certain type of preaching and this domina- denomination provides that but i think it's it's a it's a departure from what the original intent was um which was to create disciples um of jesus christ and what you find with these denominations is they all in each have a particular almost skew 
of how they want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, which is not in itself being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Mm. That's being a disciple of whoever the founder of that denomination is. Um, and so, in as much as I don't think they are, um, they're here, you know, <laughs> we, we have denominations all over the place, and I don't know if we are going to get rid of them before Christ comes. Um, but I do think they are, in essence, a departure. It, I don't think it was supposed to be this denomination, that denomination. I think it was supposed to be the church. Mm. Um, and culture can come into it. Geographically, we can have different um, groupings. But in the Old Testament, it was just because of the geographics. It was just that church at Corinth and that church at Ephesus. It wasn't church of the living fire under the mountain. And this and right next door, there's church of the <laughs> of the river of life. It's like, well, you know, it's just yeah. So I, I think I think net negative really, but I don't think it's gonna affect any. Well, some places. Well, it depends which church yeah, you go to. Some places. So yeah, yeah, but I'd always say net negative. That would be cool. my default. Uh, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Cool. That was very quick. That was a very quick, quick fire, hot seat. Uh, so that's what it's supposed to be. To be fair. Like, sorry, no, sorry, it's never supposed to take half an hour, but sometimes. Well, sometimes the questions are just that good. Yeah. No, but yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. All right. Um, let's talk about the big news thing that's happening at the minute Russia, Ukraine. Yeah. It's all looking very mad at the minute. Very, very mad at the minute. Um, I think that the thing that I find most interesting or most funny is the response from other countries. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone shook into the mess with Russia. No, it's it's weird. It's it's weird. It's very weird. And I was um so I was reading something. I was trying to because what what sort of perplexed me thus far is I want to know what dude's actual reasoning behind it is. Um Putin. Yeah. What his actual reasoning behind invading Ukraine is. And I can't seem to find any article that sort of clearly lays out oh this is what happened and this is in retaliation to this or whatever i did find something that um was trying to do that and sort of suggested this has been brewing for a while mm. with putin and um whoever the president of thingy of, of ukraine is um and there being significant well it's seeming to putin that ukraine isn't following certain agreements that they had made and stuff like that and that's what's boiled into this. But it's, yeah, it's it's just been, I think it's it's weird for me because on the, on the flip side, I'm like, what new source do I even trust? Yeah. You know, uh, you've got propaganda from all sorts and you've got all sorts of other people trying to bolster their own political careers. I'm like, what what slants is, is the truth? And so that's been my, my main thing. But yeah, now Putin's a gangster. He at is. At the very least. He's always he's been hard body. Gangster. He's, he's always been hard body. And it's nobody scary. wants to touch him because they know that if they do, like I saw one video saying that if anyone tries to interfere, they'll be dealt with. Things are in place. <laughs> I, saw, I saw one video, I was like, before you can blink, it was talking to the West. It's like, don't, don't, if, if Ukraine joins NATO, before you can blink, you'll be pulled into a wall. <laughs> I don't want it. You don't want it. <laughs> Is, um, so if war came if 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 it did come to war are you, am i joining the army i mean if if it came to war 
World War Three. World War Three. At certain points, it's no longer a question of will you join. It's a question of you're being drafted. Like, if uh, I'm not in the army now, and so I think for it, it will have to come to a point where it's sort of all able-bodied people. Mm. And, and and in today's society, it won't be able-bodied men, it'll be able-bodied <laughs> men and women. <laughs> all able-bodied men and women have to join in the fight. Yeah. And so, so I'm looking at it from the point of view of Ukraine, where you've got civilians having to take up arms. Mm. And I was reading a thing yesterday of, um, you know, the Klitschko, bro- Klitschko brothers, yes. the boxers. The older one was like, yeah, he'll have to take up arms and, and defend and, and fight. Mm. Um, and so when you're in that situation where you're being pulled into a war um, because you are being invaded, of course, everyone has to fight. When you're asking me in the UK if I would join the army to go and fight, that's a different thing because the UK hasn't been pulled into it yet. Not yet. Well, and if we get pulled into it, <laughs> it's like, yeah. But at the same time, can you just sit by? Is, is, yes. is that what the world is doing? Yes. <laughs> so it looks like the world is just sitting by. And you know, I feel like times are so different. I feel like if it came to it, people would have to be dragged to join the army. I mean, there'll be so many think pieces and so many hashtags. And yes. My freedom and, and all of this. But, but, but see, yeah. like, places like Russia, like, was just like, they're, they're ready to fight. <laughs> they, yeah. they enjoy fighting. They've got, like, the largest world, um, largest army. In the UK, people yeah. would like, pe- people like people to do their fighting for them. Yeah. So, I, I'm very scared for for for, for uh, what our I think I saw like. this morning that China refused to vote on a a, a, um, a sanction on Russia. Uh, they they choose to abstain uh, in the UN, which is something that they can do. But I'm like, mm, people are taking sides. Yeah, well, Russia, <laughs> Russia, and China versus the world is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, something that that you touched on before was this whole thing about propaganda. Mm. And so I've been seeing, you know, there have been videos popping up of airstrikes happening and things. And people are saying, but these videos are from way back when. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't recent. This isn't recent. Mm. Do you think that's important? Um, yeah. Or do you think that it's just helping to aid the um, aid the side of the Ukrainians, like, regardless? So, 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 so is, it, is it like the lesser of two evils? sort of thing to sort of make the ukrainian case more appealing no and no because because you have that you have i think there will always be a a skepticism right and and if you show these videos and then um it comes out that they're old and someone's able to prove that they're old then all of a sudden it's like well it's creating more doubts than it's creating sympathy or compassion Mm. I, i think all human beings should want to should want the war to stop whatever the reasoning is and um if there's a good reason for it to to get that out if but again that's sort of abstract and, and not real pra- not really practical but i think that the, the the real problem is that there aren't any new sources that i can just fully trust and say these guys are just going to give me the news yeah and, and not have it slanted in any given way and it, it's so hard to find a new source that does that and and also even with something like this it's scary because you've got all these different slants 
presenting the same things. So, so far, everyone's presenting Russia in the wrong. Yeah. Which is, I mean, they started the war at the very least. That's what it looks like. But then the aggressor's not always the wrong one. And so it's like, all these other slants are presenting the same thing that Russia is in the wrong, but from different points of view. Mm. And it's like, just which one's the truth? But it doesn't matter which one's the truth. Like, if they're in the wrong, then if it, if if they're in the wrong because they're madra or because they're rapist, like, yeah, but does then, the wrong matter? Like overall. So so if I don't know if for instance the right want to say that Russia is um, I don't know that Putin is bad is a bully, and the left want to say that Putin is overstepping his boundaries or something as thingy. It's like, well. Is there some truth to the fact that what he's doing is completely wrong? Or is there some truth to the fact that what he's doing should be done to some extent, but he's overdoing it, mm. if that makes sense? And both of those things slant it slightly differently um, to the extent where I'm, I'm more pulled in whichever direction I already agree with, whichever direction my political slant is. And so I just think the truth would have been nice. <laughs> The truth would have been, and then let me decide for myself what it means. Yeah. You know, but it's like, yeah, I, I just, I can't seem to find a new source that does that. And it's all, uh, yeah. And, and social media is not the place to get news. It's not. This is the other thing. Social media is not the place to get news. And it's all over social media. That's true. Yeah. And it seems that most most, most people these days get their, their news from social media. And, as, and, as like and, number one source, and don't even get their news; they get their headlines yeah. from social media. Because you you hear people say, and and headlines are designed to just catch you. You hear people say stuff, and it's like, "Well, did you actually read the article, or did you just see a, a, a catchy headline and go like, yeah, uh, just the other day, people were saying that the queen was dead because <laughs> she caught COVID. Because she got COVID. It, it's kind of crazy. It's it kind of crazy, and it's yeah. Because I'm I'm reading about. Um, yeah, I'm, well, I'm reading now that Ukraine is um, they're they're holding their line, that they're, they're like fighting back, mm. and so I saw someone, I saw one headline that was like, "Oh, Russia to use a father of all bombs." Okay, you know, and it's like, it's over there. <laughs> but it's hard though. Like you think of all the people in Ukraine, and and Anita was um, looking at an article, and they're like some, and you forget. Look at how many Ghanaians are in this country. Mm. You forget that, like, the loads of people all over. Yeah. There are Ghanaians in Ukraine now that are pulled into something that they have nothing to do with it. They're Ghanaian. They just moved there. Yeah. Because everyone's moving to Europe and, and that's where they, they went. And they're now stuck there, you know, in war. That it's like, what's what's really the cause? Is this a justified war? Is this something that could have been dealt with? You know, if there were if there were agreements not being followed, should that have been addressed earlier? Like, what's going on? And mm. it's just like all we know is <laughs> Russia's like, if Ukraine joins NATO, you guys will pull into a war and <laughs> we'll go nuclear. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man. Do you think if Russia and China teamed up, there's 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 anyone that could beat them? Those are the largest military powers, aren't they? Yeah, those are the largest military powers. And what was the Second World War? It was Germany and who, who, who's on Germany's side? I, I don't know. I think history. Russia might have been on Germany's side as well. Yeah. The the USSR. I don't I don't know my history, but I know that they are they are powerful. But at this point, it's like 
do they even need to be able to take over the whole or, or to handle the whole world or is it just they go nuclear and if they go nuclear everyone loses mm. so it's like but know. then why go nuclear if, if, if everyone loses like isn't the point of the war that, that you want to get out of the win if if i'm going to so if i'm fighting you and i know you're going to beat me but i have a trump card that means either i lose or we both lose which one am i going to use that's so wild. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it even matters that it, it, whether or not the world can handle, the, you know, Russia and and China. It's it's someone crazy enough to go nuclear, mm. and it kind of looked like Putin is. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. It's, it's it's scary, man. I'm really yeah. I, I feel for the people of Ukraine just because we know that there are people dying, and it seems Russia is on the offensive. So you always feel for the, the, the people that are dying. Um, but at the same time, it's like, what can I believe? And, and why why am I believing it? Do you think there's anything we can do, anything more we can do as believers than just pray? Or is praying all we can do? I know, um, I don't want to say it because I haven't researched it properly. I know there are various sort of GoFundMe, stuff like that going on because there will always be people with the resources and capability to get aid to some of these, these places. So I think we can also give, but I'd, I'd stress to research it. Do your research. You don't want to get Tinder swindled <laughs> over this. Um, you don't want to get, give your money to something like Black Lives Matter. Did you, 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 you hear what the, the, the funds have been doing with that money? No. Buy the houses. Yeah. Houses worth millions. Crazy. <laughs> So yeah, I'm sure there's there's ways to give. There's I'm sure there's ways to give because at, at this point you want refugees to be to be helped. So I know a lot of family. Well, I was reading, um, a lot of families are moving to Moldova and there's an L one Latvia, I think. Mm. Um, there's refugees running there. So you know, I'm sure we can search for charities in those countries that deal with refugees and give to them to help. Um. But our first point of call will always be prayer. But I think that's yeah, the financial help outside of if you're some special forces type and you can get into the country and maybe take out Putin or something, then you do that. Mm. But then again, is it true that he's in the wrong entirely? And should he be assassinated for it? I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like things would be so much easier if he was. But you know what? I don't even mind Putin too much because he's just, he's just him. <laughs> but this is the thing though, because people... You always presume this one is the worst, but then, like, if he's taken out, you so, know, so, so someone who's gonna right? rise up, yeah, you know, and it's always a, it's always a gamble, but definitely pray for the people of Ukraine, man. It's, it's crazy, it's crazy, and pray that we that it gets sorted out before yeah. it escalates to World War Three and everyone's involved. Because mm. kind of don't want to stop my job and go and fight in a war that I don't know too much about. I'm not going to go and fight in a war. If they try and draft me, I'll, I'll say... <laughs> but if war comes here, so if war comes to the UK and, and all of a sudden you've got Russian and Chinese forces on... Well, I'm, I I live at Kent, kind of by the sea, <laughs> coming down there. <laughs> you know, what, what do you get involved then? Uh, if there's war on your doorstep? I think I'd buy a gun. I don't think I joined the army. 
because war is a losing game for people who aren't politicians and who aren't generals. Mm. Um, even though the war is something that is made by those on top, it's, it's always people below that suffer. Absolutely. And, it's the men in the front. It's the boots on the ground. Yeah. The the front line. And I don't think that I... I can support that. Mm. I I can support fighting for for my life based on this clash of egos that is happening. But then, so the the the, the counter question then, or the follow up question then is, in as much as you got the generals sitting, you know, in their bases safe and, and giving up commands, and the politicians signing off on these things, at the end of the day, the war is coming to, it's coming to your doorstep and if not for the army at the front line sort of trying to repel or uh, when I say front line, maybe think of the coast or something trying yeah. to repel these things or fighting, you know, wherever they're parachuting in from. If everyone in their house just has a gun, you've got an army coming in. I don't, I don't think that's a feasible way to defend a country. You're defending your home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'd, but I'd be more concerned with defending my home than defending the country. But then, the if they come in and then they take over Parliament House and, and Buckingham Palace and institute their laws over the rest of the land, you still your home is now going to have to obey. Then I guess what Russia's doing. To be honest, like being Russian can't be any worse than being <laughs> British. There are people there that enjoy. it, I'm sure. Um, and if worse comes to worse, we can just go to Ghana. I've still got my Ghanaian passport. Well, this is the thing, though. If war comes, like you've got people in there, you're nah. not able to fly out. Okay, then I have to because those passenger planes end up being nice targets. Yeah, but I, I, I have to see if, if it looks like war is coming properly, properly. I'm off to Ghana <laughs> as, as early as possible. Before. Um, Ghana is part of the Commonwealth, isn't it? Yeah, but Ghana's not going to get involved in <laughs> like you, you, your opinions, you do what you're doing. I saw, I saw one meme and I was like, I think it was, was it South Africa or Togo or something that was given a statement, given a big statement on um what's going on. And someone was just like, can all the Africans keep quiet? Please? Yeah. This is not uh, Azonto dance. <laughs> keep quiet. Just stay out of right, it. Just the white man's wall. Just, just leave them to do what they're doing with it. That's crazy, man. So I'm guessing you would join the war, join join the army. I understand the concept. I understand what you mean. It ends up being generals and and politicians playing chess with people's lives. Yeah, but at the same time, I understand the the economics. It's hard to say economics because you're talking about human lives, but the economics it takes to defend a country and what a country stands for. There are so many freedoms that we um, enjoy in this country that if you if 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 war breaks out and another country comes in that will be taken away that I don't believe should be taken away something like freedom of speech something like you know um, capitalism or whatever you know things that I'm looking forward to my daughter enjoying and stuff like that I I, I understand the need for there to be men and women that defend those things on a global level that means going to war that means joining the army because 
you don't want them to overtake your government. You don't want them to overtake those same politicians and generals that are making those decisions because whatever decisions they've been making or however they're running the country is something that I agree with and I enjoy and I, you know, I, I want to carry on. And so, yeah, I, I, I joined them. I joined them. <laughs> You're just looking for a reason to kill people. <laughs> no, not necessarily. No, 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 no. No, not necessarily at all. I, I, I don't want to. And that's the thing. I don't want to. But if it came down to it, I get it, and I, I'd I'd go for that reason. Mm. I'd go for that reason. Do you know what part of the army you'd want to be a part of? I, I mean, at this point, the only skills I have would be in in the um, sort of infantry, sort of boots on the ground. No, you do software stuff. Yeah, but that's the, yeah. I guess yeah, because I can't even say that because now that would be a front upon which the war would be fought as well. But I, I'm just thinking in terms of like going there and then you know boots on the ground shooting if if i could do that yeah absolutely mm. um, but if um yeah wherever my skills would, would take me i've always wanted i'd wanted to be in the air force that's what oh, i wanted okay. to be before that's why i did aerospace engineering because <laughs> i thought oh, i'll go into the air force i wanted to become a pilot and everything but um yeah if if if, if wherever my skills would take me I, i'd go so if there's something on the cyber war front then i do that Mm. If not infantry, go and then run around and shoot people. Get shot. Get shot. Yeah. Try not to catch too many bullets. Or maybe they'll make a movie out of you. Not not me. Not not a, a black guy from Croydon living in Kent. Why not? Well, you'd have to do something pretty pretty amazing. I think you've got it in you to do that. Most of the people that do that end up dead. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come home. <laughs> I want to come. Have you seen the Tomorrow War? No. So tomorrow was a movie. Spoilers, Chris Pratt. Okay. Um, and essentially, what happens is in the future, the world gets invaded by aliens, and it gets so peak that they develop technology that comes to the past to come and take people to go to the future to go and fight, because yeah, they just need more bodies <laughs> and stuff. And it's like one guy went, so they they it was a draft thing. Everyone has to go. One guy went and you go for like essentially I can't remember a certain period of time and then you get shipped back to your timeline. Mm. Um so actually, yeah, the the one of the lines is or one of the plot lines is you only go to a period after which you've already died. So there's not two of you in the same okay timeline. Um but one guy went, came back, and I was like, Oh, you survived because he was a bit of a dope. And I was like, he hid. And watching it. He felt like he he played it as though he was feeling super guilty, um, but I remember watching and thinking, yeah, I would I would resent that. I would resent that we're fighting, we're all fighting, and you go and you hide. I would I don't know. I'd feel away about it. I'd feel away, not enough to do anything about it because <laughs> you know you understand it's you're scared. Everyone's scared, but yeah, I'd feel away about it. So yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do what the generals are doing. Um, and just sit there playing with people's lives. I'd rather be on the front lines doing whatever I can. I'd want to be in that bunker. <laughs> right, but if I had to join the army, I'm going to go and work in the canteen or something. Right? <laughs> the other thing, like, you speak to veterans and, and they'll tell you, you don't, you don't really, when, you, when you're fighting, you don't, you're not fighting for queen and country or anything as elegant as that. You're fighting for the, the men and women that you're there with. You know, your, your brothers in arms, the people that are on the ground with you. And so 
when you're in that situation and someone is slacking or someone's given up or it's 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 hard it's hard to have compassion because we're all in it together yeah it's like I don't know. I feel like the generals and stuff have more blood on their hands than the men on the ground. You know, it's, it's you're there doing your job, trying to survive, taking care of those next to you, and and I think that's for me that that would be easier to do than sitting there saying, okay, send a battalion here, then five hundred million people go and die. Nah, well, I, I don't want that on my conscience. It's because you haven't played total war. <laughs> Oh. Clash of Clans. Or yeah. Clans. You're just using things as a <laughs> when, you start, nah. when you play those games, you're like, okay, okay, I, I need a strategy. <laughs> just just going to blow up that bridge, everything will be all right. <laughs> uh, That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. War looks like it's coming. I hope it doesn't. Hopefully, they can just. Oh, man, pray, man. Pray. Pray. Pray for Ukraine. Pray that this doesn't escalate. And, see, but, and the problem is, like, you've got Putin. But there's no one like on your other side, sort of, yeah. Like Putin, and like, okay, do this, see what happens. Everyone's a shook it. Yeah. We got who? We got we got Biden. But we got. I mean, but the other thing is, I think that, and, and that's the thing. I feel this runs so much deeper because of Ukraine being part of the Soviet Union and never joining NATO, and not having like those political ties with other countries and say, like, eh, if why are they not part of NATO? Why have they not been part of UN or whatever? Mm. You know, and it's like, what's what's going on there? So I'm just yeah, it's it's just a bit it's like So you think Putin's secretly the good guy in all of this? I uh, no, I don't think he's secretly good <laughs> at all. No. No. I mean from the way he talks and, and the clips I've seen again out of context. And I mean just in general, we sort of how long has he been in power for? <laughs> like I think I saw a picture of him with Clinton, mm. and like that's what five presidents removed. <laughs> so I don't, I don't necessarily think. That. But is the way that he's talking any different from the way someone like Yamamoto from Bleach would talk? Who Putin? Yeah. No, 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 no. I think wait, who's Yamamoto? Thirteen head. Yeah, uh, the head. Guy. Yeah, the old guy. No, I think he would be just as brash. Exactly. Yeah, and so. Maybe he was in the right the way Yamamoto would be in the right when he's gonna go in. Maybe, and and this is the thing, like, and it's it's hard for me because I don't know, and and I can't trust any other things I'm reading, and so it's just like yeah, but at the same time I'm almost well. That's the thing because Trump had a good relationship with Putin. Yeah, and you're sort of thinking. Would he have been able to do anything? I don't think Fam, so. Trump would have been shooting all the rockets. Actually, no. I think I think Trump would have made some kind of agreement with Russia. And then so that would have made America like, hate him. Well, but yeah, because I feel like he would have been... I mean, he went and sat with Kim Jong, whatever. Yeah. So he might have been... The, I don't know if he would have been effective, but I just feel like he might have been the guy to do something more. Or go on the other side and then he'll just be talking regular <laughs> <laughs> Putin's like we will fire um, but um, Trump is like my hand's on the button let's go I'm just yeah. like well, I don't know <laughs> there's so many times I felt like Trump was going to start World War 3 on Twitter it like yeah, but, yeah but, but Twitter's Twitter though Twitter's Twitter like pe- people put too much stock into the gravity of words on Twitter but that's just it they do have gravity now 
I don't think they have enough gravity to start a war. I I, I don't think someone's going to start a war because of something someone said on Twitter. Unless that person is the president of the United States. Bruv, he called King John a rocket man, <laughs> a little rocket man. Nothing happened. True, true. <laughs> that was probably translated to King John mm, as he's saying you're amazing. Then you go to his <laughs> That's why. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, uh, two things for the listeners. Um, definitely pray and I need to do research as well looking to if you can give financially who you can give financially to to actually sort of help yeah in some, in some, to some degree yeah. and this is not entertainment like I think people there's I think people are, are, are getting like a secret perverse enjoyment of seeing all these videos and all these pictures of what's happening oh. Being, because it gives them a chance to say, oh my gosh, that's so terrible. Mm. Once they're sitting at home comfy in their chairs and their iPhones. Uh, I, I, f- I feel like this generation is very passive. They feel like if you, if they just put the right hashtag, they feel like they're absolved of any yeah of any action there, there, there does seem to be a but then I think that's been, been uh, the case with social media is this sort of virtue signaling, signaling without actual virtue yeah sort of thing that's that's definitely a, a thing but yeah man <sighs> do you think that this is this is a sign of end times coming uh, but it's been a sign of end times coming yeah but no but sa- like be... a, a sign of like end times actually yeah, coming, well, coming. Well, no but then yes and it's only going to get worse we'll hear what wars and rumors of wars and we've been hearing that but it's also increasing and we're hearing more of it and I think as social media goes we will be hearing more of it because Mm. the news cycle is is quicker Um, and also more terrifying this father of all bombs is apparently a thermobaric bomb so it's as with all bombs not only um, it apparently vaporizes bodies the bomb that they're talking about that Putin is getting ready to use vaporizes bodies and then there's always the you know threat of nuclear war which again I actually even think might be a thing and I think it might be referred to in the Bible because there's parts in the Bible that says um, talks about land that you can't plant on and land that if you plant on it nothing grows Um, and I think that's an allusion to the aftermath of nuclear war Mm. it destroys the land and you can't grow anything on it. So I'm just, you know, initially my prayers was I want to get married and have sex before um, God comes. And now that Zara is here, I'm like, I want to see her grow old and, and have kids. But, you know, either way, at some point everyone's got to go. Gotta go, gotta go. Well, press Ukraine, Russia, do the right thing. Putin, chill, please. We don't want the smoke. All the bumps. <laughs> we still got about 10 15 minutes. Can I tell you about Love is Blind? What's that? It's a uh, Netflix. It's a okay. Netflix show. Right. Oh, I will two. definitely not watch it. But okay. Oh, I think you'll enjoy it so much. So, there's <laughs> is this where they date people they haven't seen? Yes. Uh, I think you've mentioned it before. Oh, maybe that was season one. Season two's come out. All right. Yeah. So, 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 so you got people in, in pods and they spend like, I think it's like two weeks just chatting okay. it's like 15 guys 15 girls and they're just spending these 15 days just talking to each other seeing if they can find 
the one that they can spend most of their lives everyone. with. Everyone. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone's, well, everyone starts to speak to everyone and you can like kind of choose who you want to continue speaking to and who you don't. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel if everyone, no one chooses you though? For me, yeah. I'd be like, okay, I, I guess I'd, I, I need to find my person here. Um, so, so you go, you talk and you think you found someone you 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 propose to them. They can say yes. They can say no without seeing them. Yeah, okay. and like and I have to say yes to do the proposal. That's when you see them in person. You're like, oh my god, just a beetle. We're gonna get married. <laughs> All of that good stuff. <laughs> anyway, so there's there's like a lot of threads happening. You know, the couple I wanted to get together, they didn't get together, mm-hmm. and then the the girl. She regretted the choice that she she made. You can tell she, she regrets it. Because that guy's a loser. <laughs> I was I was spoiling in case anyone wants to go and watch it. But Mallory made the wrong decision. This is from season one. Season two. Oh, okay. Season two. It's, oh, is season two done? Season two, yeah, the last the last episode came out yesterday. Right, right, right. I haven't okay, watched it okay, yet okay. though. So so okay. yeah, so that last episode is like when they're all going to the altar to decide whether or not they're going to say Get yes. married. Yes. Okay. Whew. But there's this one couple, right? I want, I want to talk about today. All right. Okay. The, I, I won't say the guy's name because I don't want to spoil it. But there's this babes, right? Mm-hmm. She's called Danielle. All right. She used to be a really big girl. Lost a lot of weight. She looks good now. Okay. Um, but she's very self-sabotaging. Okay. In... Like she's 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 always looking for a fight, mm. or, or or looking for a way for the relationship not to work. Okay, <laughs> and it's so frustrating to watch. She is so toxic. Um, but question I want to ask you is, you know, as mm. a Christian man, um, if you find yourself with a partner who has a lot of self confidence issues, issues that may arise from not having a good nuclear family growing up, a lot of doubts about themselves and just seem to be very self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Do you push forward in that relationship or do you just throw them to the side and say, do that by yourself? At what point in the relationship are we? Uh, you're in love enough that you think that Forget it in love part. You can see yourself being able to settle down with this person. So this whole self-sabotaging thing is just one of the flaws. And there are redeeming um, characteristics to this person. Like there's more to her than Jesus self-sabotaging. I don't know. <laughs> no way. There was, That's cold, man. There was one scene. They were going to the wedding cake person to like Go go! I'm um, go for a tasting to yeah. to decide on the flavors of, of the wedding think, cake. Yeah, having a wonderful, great time. Yeah. Um, it's at this point she wants to bring up some conversation that they had yeah. Yeah. A, about whether the guy was ready to commit to her. Mm. Um, and because the language that he used, like. It sounded like he wasn't sure about whether he wanted to get married to her, mm. even though she was using that same language yeah. and it's, it's documented. Mm. <laughs> she chose this time to do it. And it's like whenever there's like a it's, it's happiness, 
She has to just try and just. Yeah. I mean, the the reason I say that is because it it's, it ends up just being a flaw of a, of a person, and no one's going to be perfect. And if you're asking whether or not that flaw is a deal breaker for me, I don't think it should be. Depending on how um how much yeah how how uh, how, how much I think this is the one, you know, how, how much I think this is the one, and if that's a thing, and, and I think. The more important thing is, would I be able to live with that? Would I be able to um, commit to, uh, I'm going to be dealing with this for the rest of my life sort of thing. Mm. Um, And I think for the right person, yeah. Because the solution to it is is pretty simple, actually. It's just reaffirming. If they're insecure about something, it's just reaffirming. And that might mean, you know, proof in whatever way... um, but at the end of the day, there's um there's an underlying reason why they're so scared and they're always looking for it to be someone else's fault that something doesn't work out. And I think that will take some work to get to the bottom of. But if I can see myself with this person, then that's just the flaw that I'll have to deal with. And I think if you if you're when you're choosing a partner, it's not necessarily finding someone that is perfect, it's finding someone that's um it's manageable not not even manageable but that because people people will change and i think it's finding someone that you can and you'll never know um, because you can't see into the future but it's finding someone that you feel like you can negotiate those changes with sufficiently Mm. Um, and if it's someone that's insecure and for the duration of our relationship i see how that manifests and i think we can we can we can find our way around this you know we can find our way around this and i can hope and 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 pray that we work to thingy then yeah i'll say yes um and in addition to the fact that i think christian relationships have to be a commitment more than just falling in love and so you stick with it you know and yeah i think so mm. i'm guessing you don't Oh no, oh no, I totally agree. Um yeah, I think it's important to know be honest with yourself about what you can actually handle. Like if this person was this the same way for the rest of your life, would you go insane? Or could you handle it? Would it be okay? And yeah, don't don't let your answer be, oh, I can love them through it. Be honest about yourself because that goes yeah. There'll be times where the, the lovely feeling feelings they won't be there. The, the worst thing is to think that oh he will change, yes, or, or she will change, because you're setting yourself up for failure. Yep, and then that becomes a you problem. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, love is blind. You should watch it. I think you'd enjoy it. I haven't got the time. You there's time, Peter. I haven't got the time. Make the time. I started watching the unit again. The unit. Yeah. Why does that? Why does that sound familiar? The unit. It's oh, this is from a while ago. But it's about it's based on a book uh, called Inside Delta Force. Okay, it's about a special forces units mm. in the American Army. But I also looked at their wives and their life in general. <laughs> and looked into their, their, their missions. It's super good. Super good. Easily my favorite series of all time. I start watching everything. I need to watch The Wire again. That was a good series. I still haven't watched The Wire. <sighs> it's actually a masterpiece. Yeah. There was one season with like. Ironically, the Russians. I think they were Russians. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best. Well, apart from that, it was 
it's a great series. Cool. I think that's a good place to round up. Cool, cool, cool. Um, hookups. Cool hookups. I can go first. Um, I'm gonna take uh, Moses' hookup as well. Go so for it. Uh, so the first one is, I've been talking a lot about trying to find a good news source, and so far I found one app slash website called All Sides, and what they end up doing is they present to you the same story from all sides mm. so they'll present like the right leaning the center the left leaning sort of publications um on that same topic it does mean reading a lot more because now you're having to read three articles mm. which is why i still don't know because I, I get tired and bored <laughs> um but it's a good it's a good way to at least have sight of all the different um viewpoints on, on a given topic so all sides.com and there's an app as well um at least on android there's an app i'm sure on, uh, on apple as well so check out all sides and then my stealing of mo's hookup is a book i recently finished called can't hurt me by david goggins okay yeah yeah that's a, what's that about that's a hard book so david goggins is a he he was a navy seal um ultra runner so ultra runners do like 100 mile runs mm. in like 24 hours um, <laughs> he i don't know if he currently holds but held at one point the um world record for most pull-ups in a day oh. he's a hard guy <laughs> he's a hard guy um and yeah just talking about his life story thus far and doing all these incredible things at one point i don't even spoil it for you but yeah it's a really good book. It's a really good book. It's full of profanity, though. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have time to mince his words. Come so. on. Yeah, but it's a really good book. I got it on. Um, I got the audio book because the audio book has a running commentary with him and the person that helped him write the book. Um, talking about extra stories that aren't in the book, so I'd recommend that. But can't hurt me, David Goggins. Um, that's a book I'm going to be reading a couple more times. Cool. This year, I think. Coolio. Okay, my hookup is um, Agatha Christie's Praro. Oh, wow. Yeah. I went to go and watch um, Death from the Nile the other day. Oh, is it good? It was all right. That's got Wonder Woman in it. Wonder Woman. Um, Gal Gadot. Um, Dawn French is in it. Letitia Wright's in it. Yeah. Um, Russell Brand is in it. <laughs> is he? He's a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, it was good, and it, and it, uh, watching it reminded me of like my youth watching Power on TV the and stuff. Black so. and white one. No, it was it wasn't black and white. It was it was in color. I don't know if I think it was black and white. Um, David Schuett. I think that's his name. Was that the guy with the handlebar? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who plays that character in the movie? Uh, or is it not one of his stories? It, it, it's, it's one of his stories, but it's some next guy. Right. But yeah, um, David Shearer. I feel like he was um, in Only Fools and Horses, and no, A Touch of Frost. Yeah, I think. That, yeah, that that, that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So go and go 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 and check it out. Um, Praro was one of the one of the better detective TV shows. Yeah, I did clock who um, who the killer was in the movie. Oh, you clocked it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, still got it. I think I could be a detective. I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my attention to detail can be really good, or it can just be. <laughs> I, I think I think I, I would like to. I, I think I could do the tech, both of my well, my 
my, my favorite fictional character, Sherlock Holmes. Mm. And I recently watched Reacher as well. I think on I've heard Amazon of that. Prime. I think I've heard of that one. Um, Tom Tom Cruise did a movie. Okay. Reacher, yeah, but uh, the guy that did the the I think the Amazon Prime one is more faithful to the book. Okay. Um, and again, super detective, and again, like, what, he's become one of my favorites as well. I, I like I like the sort of thing. I think that's why I like software testing as well. What are you going to do in an escape room sometime? I feel like escape rooms are, I don't know, I, I feel like they are biased on like trivia and stuff like that. Like you need to know things about what's going on now. I oh, know, I, I think it depends on the escape room that you do. I'll look into one uh, and then we can do one together. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Cool. All right. I think that's everything. So, um, shout out to Food for the intro outro music. Yeah, yeah. Carbon Tunnel for the Audrey and Maze logo. Find us at Twitter, at the Furnace UK. Instagram, TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can watch us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacks' Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcasts and websites, websites and apps, the Blacks' Furnace with an apostrophe. That's it. Yeah. Praise, prayers to Ukraine. Yeah. Oh yeah, rest in peace to Jamal Edwards. Oh, that's the SPTV guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. We still don't know how he died, but... It was a heart attack, man. That's what they said. Heart attack at 31? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I read. Heart attack. Rah! Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, rest in peace. Mm, hopefully Moses will be here doing his job. <laughs> Slacker. Maybe not here. Oh, he, he's only down the road. He is only down the road, actually, yeah. Well, yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm a little bit further, don't you? Yeah. Come back, PR, man. No, we're good. Come back so we can all be in person again. You guys can come up. Nah. Exactly. It's like, we, we can't really, like, hang out. Like, I want, I, want, I want you guys to come around and chill and have food and stuff. But it's like, oh, I can. I live in, I, I live in Cumbria. <laughs> <laughs> Just boiling the dream. I said Cumbria. Oh, damn man, Kent's just around the road, man. Do you live near near uh, a station at least? Yeah. How close to the station? Driving like five minutes. And if I was walking? Significantly. <laughs> <laughs> Stress. Don't make it easy, Peel. Alright, we'll see what we make happen. But anyway, this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blau. Hey.